Jungleoosh, Viva Gaia, and Yo Tengo Una Fiesta in Mis Pantalones. Woo! Yeah, party in your pants. Uh, RSVP, no. Everybody's it's a pants party. Coming. It's a pants party. A party in the pants. Now, did are you saying, is, there, is the notes you're saying that I'm saying it wrong here? That I'm saying it's a month? No, just, it's just spelled wrong. That's all. Oh. I, I added to the notes. The, I see. Oh, I didn't see afterward. I wow. just went through and corrected your Spanish spelling. <laughs> For the listeners, I misspelled a word. And then it says, editor's note, hey, Spanish speaker. And it, and it has a correction. So I just wrote back and said, just fix it next time. <laughs> it's more you. fun to be obnoxious. <laughs> Welcome to the three o'clock parade, everybody. This is Drunk at Disney here in Orlando. Just down the road, we've got Rhiannon. Hello. And she is knee deep in celebrating Mr. Monkey's birthday. Yay! It's happy birthday to Mr. Monkey, first of all. We're going to bring him up here at the front of the show. Friend of the show, Mr. Monkey. It's his actual birthday today. So happy birthday, buddy. And way out. Feliz cumpleaños. El mono. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. And that's Skipper DeGritchie way out on the West Coast. West Coast. It's the best coast. Mm-mm-mm. The Golden Coast. Actually, you know, I've actually been meaning to talk about this. The Golden Coast... <laughs> <laughs> is uh, either West Africa or it's Florida <laughs> or New Jersey, by the way. We're gonna, well, so for this show, I'm gonna go we're going to keep... Two out of three of those are golden. Yeah. <laughs> At least it's not saying a golden shower. Whoa. Ooh, really? woof. Yeah, woof. That went... Happy birthday, Mr. Monkey. Yeah. This is the shit you get. Hey, the Muppets are coming to the Magic Kingdom. Woohoo! Okay. Speaking of golden showers. See this? That this is probably happening. The Muppets are actually going to be in uh, Liberty Square teaching us about American history. Because no one was paying attention to the Hall of Presidents. Well, I think think this is... I'm sorry. No, go. I was going to say, I think they're going to be, like, located in the windows above. So as you walk by... They're going to, like, pop out of the window and, you know, ex- like, let you know something cool. Yeah, I'm really excited to see how this beaming. is going to work. Is it going to work in your, in your uh, like, over, over your smartphone? Are you going to plug into this or something to get the, you know, it, it, how is this going to work? And it's, it's very interesting to see how this is going to work. I think it's cool. I, I'm glad that there's going to be some Muppet presence because uh, we're all worried that they might be going away because of the TV show. And I think this kind of shows that Disney's like, no way, we're sticking with the Muppets. And there couldn't be a more perfect fit if you're going to put something uh... like this to it. The way the Muppets always, they do things like this all the time. They do, they do like uh-huh. historical pieces. So I'm excited to yeah. see how it's off. You're not happy about this, Rhiannon. I hate to be the voice of dissent here, but... Do you really? Do you really? No. I thought that was your favorite part of the show. <laughs> Well, I suppose it depends on what group I'm dissenting against. The two of you love it. Um, general voice of Twitter. I don't like to be that person to stir up trouble. I usually try to go with the flow. And so if everybody's thrilled and I'm not, then I feel awkward. So I feel a bit uncomfortable right now that I'm not thrilled. But I'm not. 
I mean, I love the Muppets, don't get me wrong, but this just feels like throwing Frozen in Maelstrom. I don't know. I don't really... I think the theming is so nice in Liberty Square of really trying to capture that time period that throwing Muppets in the windows uh, doesn't really work for me. I think it all comes down to how it's how it's done. If they kind of peek out kind of like behind the curtains from time to time, um, like just sort of sticking their head out while they talk to you, sort of like they do over in World Showcase, how they have the little um, yeah, that Phineas and Ferb adventure. Well, it's going to be probably that. similar. Oh. I don't know. All right. But, so you're probably not okay. going to like this then, because I have a feeling that's Sorry. probably what they're going for. I'm excited. Um, Sorry, general Twitter populace. I'm hoping, you know, now that they've done the Phineas and Ferb and they've moved it so where you can get it on your own smartphone, something tells me that's probably what's going to happen is you're going to get it on your smartphone and it will be similar to the Phineas and Ferb where most of it will be on your phone and then you look up and get to see um, Sam Eagle uh, scold you. Or something. <laughs> but with Phineas and Ferb, it's it's one thing per pavilion. So even though I find that obnoxious, it's still not everywhere. Whereas if you're trying to put, let's say what, like eight to twelve Muppets in one area, Liberty Square, that's going to be a lot. Yeah. I mean, because basically everyone's lining up to get their turns. So they're going to be seeing it five times already before they get to activate it. And they just have the honor of activating it to have the same exact thing happen that the five people in front of them had happened. But hey. Well, no, and that's why sorry. I think... I'm, really, I'm feeling really negative. I'm you sorry. Need to insert, I'm sorry. You need to insert the Kermit meme drinking, but that's none of my business <laughs> after saying that. No, I think, I think they're going to be uh. above... And they're just going to pop out every once in a while and mention something. So I don't know. Yeah, and like, I'm anti-gun, but sometimes I wish I had a shotgun to like shoot down the Phineas and Ferb thing above Kava. So. I think it kills the mood. What about when you're walking? Oh, I don't know if you guys have that over there. Do you guys have the area of Fantasyland where you walk by and it has, um, oh, what's the name of the? Snow White? Well, no, Figaro. Well, either Snow, like the, well, Figaro where he's kind of like asleep and. Every once in a while, he kind of wakes up and meows at you. I'm pro-cat, so Possibly. that's fine with me. I have a feeling she means just because of the, the fact that it's not Fantasyland and it's Liberty Square, right? No, Is I'm that sort saying, of... I think it's going to be yeah, like that. I yeah. don't think it's going to no, be... That's what they should do. Put them in Fantasyland. Have people go around there with their smartphones and activate them, and they can teach them all about <laughs> fantasies. See, I don't think anyone's going to activate anything. I think it's just going to be every once in a while, well, they're going to just pop out. Kind of like uh, the question the, is, how are you going to hear them? Though don't you're going to have to hear them somehow. They're not going to broadcast it over the main speakers, right? Well, they'll, they'll, have you ever been on Main Street where they have like the little like people making noise from upstairs? I don't know. I'm thinking smartphone Can activation. I just pop in for a whatever. I don't know. We don't know. I actually, unlike normally, I did read the show notes, and so I did click on this link and read the article. And granted, I rushed through it, but. My impression from reading it was that it was actually going to be some kind of attraction. I didn't think I didn't get the impression that it was going to be like them hanging on window cells, but uh, whatever. I guess I'm wrong. Yeah, it's the window thing, know. though. It is, yeah. From, okay. from the majority of it, it's the window thing. So we'll see. I see. Um, so interesting among the parade, we have. I'm definitely interested in seeing how it looks. Sounds like Rand's not interested in seeing how it looks, I, and I'm Skipper's sorry. excited. I'm sorry. So the Heritage House is where it looks. Uh, is what they make it sound like is where yeah. most of... Where is, is that the... 
That's that little gift shop out at the exit. Right, which is... So I thought it was like a walkthrough. Like, you would go into the shop, and they'd be in there, and you could, like, walk through, and they would do whatever. Like, animatronics tell you things. So I thought it would be, like, contained, at least. I didn't get the sense you'd be, like, actually walking through the square. If I'm picturing this the way I'm picturing it, you walk into the Heritage House where they give you the directions to download it onto your phone, and then you go Uh forward. That's my theory. But... We'll see. I mean, we obviously don't know, but I just can't picture them barking out over all the crowd loudly. It just yeah. it seems like that would be more like what you're talking about, Rianne. Like, that would be really obnoxious if you don't want anything to do with it. So, I don't know. We'll stay tuned, folks. Stay tuned. <laughs> I guess. Um, yes. From the... We already knew this category. Uh-huh. Disney's Animal Kingdom was uh, listed. There's an article listing it as the best Walt Disney World Park. This is something that mm. at least I've been knowing. I've known for years. Uh, the Motley Fool, which is a they're usually pretty critical of Disney, actually came out and, and was explaining reasons why they thought it was the best park. And I couldn't agree more. Yay, golf clap. Wow. Just. Uh, I'm sorry. Skipper, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I, I I love the Animal Kingdom. I've always loved the Animal Kingdom. Um, I, I think what I really like about the article is the way it's the way it's worded is when they say that uh, it's really the one that got the most uh, that Animal Kingdom got the most upgrades. Right. So it's the one that really deserves yeah. the price hike over over the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah, because they started getting upgrades in preparation for um, Avatar Land. Like, they did all the stuff, the, the new stuff in Harambe just to make room to move over, like, the Festival of the Lion King to make room for Avatar Land. So they've been getting it now for, for years. Animal Kingdom's been getting upgrades for years, and, and now it's finally coming to fruition all the way around. And um, Have you been over to see the new theater yet, Rhiannon? I have not. Hopefully this weekend. Yeah, because it's uh, it's impressive the area. Well, um, take take from... away the part. Yeah. yeah. Take away the 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 fact that Rivers of Light is not available. Uh, the theater itself <laughs> is extremely uh, impressive. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, they're saying basically, like you said, Rich, um, it's the only one that would have they say would deem to earn its price hike. Is what they're saying, and agreed that the Tree of, of Life Awakenings are really cool. That is really amazing. That's to me the coolest nighttime thing. And then of course the Kilimanjaro Night Safari makes it different. And they did add a lot of new entertainment and that all the new food. So it's uh, definitely pretty cool. So I couldn't uh, couldn't agree more with the Motley Fool article. Yeah, I think it's cool. When I read sure. that, I was pretty excited about it. Now, less excited about something that happened was there's sort of a with this whole alligator response there was the jokes had take been they said it had been reports that they took away some of the jokes on the jungle cruise well apparently those are back seriously but they actually did remove the crocodiles from living with the land what like there's there's pictures of it they are gone the crocodiles from living with the land are gone and you can actually see... Are you see, fucking kidding me? I'm not kidding you. There were pictures um, from Hunter what? from what? Twitter. He posted it. And there was literally... You could see the 
the structure underwater that held the, the <laughs> crocodiles was still there, but the crocodiles themselves were gone. So what do they do with the actual live alligators later in Living with the Land? In all seriousness, I bet they're gonna. I bet they're gonna find a way to, to relocate them. I. It, it just feels if they're gonna go that way. Are you really? Wow. Okay. So we have to like gloss over natural history because of one fucking incident. Are you? Wow. I wish I was joking. I hate I'm looking people. here. I hate the, everyone. I'm looking here. They have the Fuck photo. Everything. It was um wild gravity travels posted it. Uh, that's on the wdwnt.com article about it they've got the picture so you can see the structure from so this is good this is good we can just not educate anybody about natural wildlife and therefore we'll have more problems because we'll just pretend nothing bad exists anywhere and everything's magical and wonderful Wait, perfect That'll there's two different ways that this has been reacted to and one of them makes complete sense and the other one is completely ridiculous that you know they put up sort of some some new ways to help actually possibly protect people. You know, they put up those fences and the signs to keep people sure. away from the water, Fine. which that is hey, that's a legitimate reason. Let's let's have let's give people Fine. a better chance sure. to maybe be safe, okay? Yeah. Fine. There's a reaction. Uh -huh. This other stuff is flat out ridiculous. You know, it just it, it makes no sense and it's I I'm I wish oh, I I, I wish I was more surprised that it happened, but so the crocodiles are gone oh. from literally the land. Maybe next the anti-crocodile people will lobby against the government to, uh, you know, prevent the CDC from doing any studies on gator attacks. Right. No facts. We don't need any facts. Mm -mm. Is, is nope. TikTok back in the parade yet, though? Or is he still banned also? I'm not sure about the parade. And I'm curious, are they going to take him out of the attraction, too? <laughs> no. I mean... It's that would be. I mean, at this point, so, it's Captain ridiculous. Hook lost his hand due to probably diabetes. I'm thinking, maybe. Wow. <laughs> um, that reminds me, though. Did you see the picture of, the, of that sum sum or however you pronounce it? That sum sum. It's half, actual podcast. Well, it's half uh, the crocodile, and and it's eating Captain Hook. So, like half of this. I want that. This, yeah, it's that really sounds cool. fantastic. But people are freaking out because they're like, oh, Disney doesn't care, and they're still selling this thing. And I want to, like, I want to buy them before they stop selling them. Ugh. I want to buy them in bulk and, like, mail them to the haters. Yeah, right? for free. Like, here's like, your free... Oh, it's just... Like, I... Suck it, Yeah, bitch. I mean, there's one thing to be sensitive to the family, and there's another thing to just, like, gloss over that this is an actual animal that lives in Florida and... You in know, the world. Yeah, and that we well, should... for the most part, I mean, I'm sorry. Like, there are way more fucking shark attacks. They just don't seem to happen on Disney property, but they happen, and we don't yeah. like take Bruce out of Nemo. Every single animal that's in any Disney ride has probably killed a human before at some point. I mean, it's just they haven't removed the gorillas from Animal Kingdom. <laughs> right, well, those guys got shot. Just because that's... it didn't yeah. work the other way around. We're going on there. Now, oh I, I wouldn't be surprised if they moved the children from Small World. Right, because the children are evil. So right. Let's see, now that, yeah, that, that They really are. Yeah. That should happen. That would, now, that yeah. would be reasonable. That would be great. That would be reasonable. Oh, my God. 
It's what's today's day, July sixth, two thousand sixteen. So it's the perfect time to talk about Epcot Another Candlelight animal? Processional. Well, you gotta you gotta make your plans aren't now. Aren't you in the mood? Yeah, aren't you in the mood now for some Christmas? Because uh, the the dates have opened up for all the dining packages and everything for the Candlelight uh. Processional, uh, Epcot's holidays around the world. But you're right, Rich. I think this year it's going to be even more popular because what are we missing? <laughs> There's going to be no Christmas oh, light at Disney's Hollywood oh. Studios, which me personally, I spent, you know, if I go to, like, let's say throughout the year, I might spend 15% of my visits at Hollywood Studios or less. Over Christmas time, I go there yeah, the majority of the time. But now, I don't know what is going to change. I'm going to go to Gatorland. Yeah. And that's where I'm going to go. So this is going to be interesting. Appearing for the first time this year is baseball player Cal Ripken Jr. Love him. Along with returning favorites, the uh, patron saint of the 3 o'clock parade, Mr. Neil Patrick Harris. Yay. So you've got um, the lineup will be Stephen Curtis Chapman, Neil Patrick Harris, Whoopi Goldberg, to be announced, Meredith Vieira, to be announced, Joe Morton, to be announced, and Cal Ripken Jr. Question. Yes. Do you think it is strategic that they have Neil Patrick Harris doing weeknights to try and alleviate crowds? Do you think that's just based on his own availability? Because I'm kind of pissed that I really can't see him unless I take time off of work. I have wondered that myself on several occasions because the two people that I've wanted to see have been Neil Patrick Harris and I also wanted to see Joe Morton who plays um, Yeah. On Scandal, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who's yeah. amazing, and I didn't see him last year. I saw Neil Patrick, but this year I'm going to Joe Morton, and again, just like that, he's on Monday through Wednesday. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, confession. I've uh, never actually uh, seen Candlelight Professional. Stop it, robot yes. I'm talking. I place it. You're saying if I can translate, you have never seen Candlelight Professional. Okay, well, when I was talking, you were the robot, not me. Oh. But sure, yes, that's what I was saying. And that's my confession that I've never seen Candlelight Processional. And much like you were saying, because I now no longer have Osborne Lights to go to, I'm thinking, meh, may as well try something new. So I started looking into yeah. dates, and that's my meh. So that's when I discovered that Neil Patrick Harris and Joe Martin, both weekdays, so... The two weekends that I'd be available, I could either see Whoopi, which, sure, cool. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I like me some Whoopi. Or I have a TBD. So I'm kind of wondering, like, maybe I should just book both and cancel one once I learn the TBD. I would, yeah. That, I think that's the best plan. I mean, because I'm assuming they'll, you'll have plenty of time to give more people, you know, other people have a chance to get it a little bit later. Um, I... Definitely, I think the, the the dining plan is basically a necessity at this point. Have yeah. you ever been to this, Skipper? Oh, yeah. I went years ago. I think, probably, I don't know, back then I don't know if it was as big of a deal to get the dining package. But I know last year um, I had some family that went, and they were probably the 20th person in line for the standby, and they barely got in. <laughs> you know, there was like, it's just that very few standby people get in. 
if any. So I have a question with the dining package. Yeah. So I know there's typically, what, like three different showings of the processional each night? So if you book a dining package, are you dictated based on the timing of your package of which show you go to? Or do you get to choose? Is that part of your reservation? Or like, how does that work? When I booked, I was not able to choose. It gave me the 815, but that's what I wanted. I booked a dinner at um, one of the restaurants, and it gave me the 815 show. But I think it's because I did dinner at like 6-ish. So maybe so they just I, assumed I would have missed the other if two. if I book a breakfast versus lunch, I mean, really all three showings would be still open to me, right? I think so, because so, somebody did tell me they were able to choose. But that was because okay. they did all a right. breakfast, and they were able to choose. I assumed, like you just assumed that maybe it would be breakfast, lunch, dinner, first, second, third showing, but apparently that's not the case. They said they were able to choose. I think I was only limited because of the timing of my reservation. Gotcha. All right, well. Again, it's a weekday, so I'm going to have to show up later. I would love to come. I don't know. So, anyway. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fun, though. Uh, You have lots of more choices this year, though. They, They even have a resort reservation. They have um, Captain's Grill over at Yacht Club is one of the options, which is the first time for that. So there you go. Lots of options. But you do pay like a package price for your meal. Like you don't you, – you order off the menu, but you – it's the full price regardless of what you get, which is like, for example, at Chef's de France, it's seventy five ninety nine. Because I was thinking of doing Beer Garden, so I even actually really tried to like press – commit yet so i don't know what the price would be but i would imagine what you're paying like 15 20 on top of the actual buffet price basically a dinner they're saying here on the www.magic.com would be 53 dollars for an adult which is usually what like 47 for the buffet so it's not not too much that bad that's one of the cheaper options is the beer garden and it's good thing that's what i was going for yeah um i went with um Hacienda over at Mexico just because we had never been there. Mm. So I figured good opportunity to try it. Sounds I've been in, in the inside one. I've been to the inside the San Angel Inn, but I've never been to the Hacienda. So doing Hacienda. Si. I'm excited to try it. Si. That's Spanish for you're welcome. That's Spanish for yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. Skipper, you put this on here. I love this. A man builds tiny Disneyland in his backyard for his grandkids. Yeah, man, I wish my grandparents loved me that much. Right? Welcome to the magical world of Dobbs Land. Yeah, he has a Matterhorn with a little, like, jinky roller coaster and a small... Initiate girl. lawsuit. Yeah, it's... Well, he's not charging anybody. It's just cool. But it started with a small world themed ride and it's only grown from there. I mean, I'm looking at the picture right now and it's this little girl driving by on a little train and it's a the facade of the it's a small world looks really awesome. Yeah, it mm. looks like the one out here. It's very cool. Yeah, my grandparents were not nearly that cool. No, my grandfather uh, had a swing set in his backyard and would get mad at, it, at us if we you know went too far so that it started to tilt over. Well, he wasn't upset that we were going to get hurt. He didn't want us to break the wings. <laughs> I don't want to have to buy another one. <laughs> All right, Rhiannon, how much do you think a miniature Disneyland would cost him in materials building? What do you think? What would a miniature Disneyland cost him? 
Admittedly, I did not click on that link, so I didn't see the pictures, but I don't know, like, shit, uh, five grand? I don't know. Ooh, pretty close. 6,500 yeah. is what yeah, self-reporting. Cool. 6,500. So you're, you're right up there. Maybe, you know, someday you can, maybe for Close your niece. Close going over? Yeah, You'd I'm be not. You'd like a cool aunt. I can be the cool aunt without getting into manual labor. <laughs> Um, speaking of that manual labor, I'm thinking about how mm. hot it is outside. Is it like 98 degrees there too? No. Yep. No, not, out there, not, not the, on the Golden Coast. But not the Golden hand- Coast, right? <laughs> Today the high said was were, 74. Some of the rides over, and oh, some of the attractions yeah. at Walt Disney World, they were actually handing out water to people. I thought that was pretty cool. Wow. That's nice. Yeah. yeah, it was. Like I could see. Yeah, we were... I think we were like a high of 96 with the feels like 103. Yeah. Because it is just so hot up there. I think it's, so they were handing out some water for some of the rides. I thought that was a nice little touch. <laughs> it's, I mean, put that under the category of it's literally the least they could do. Well, the least they could do would be handing out cups of tap water with no ice, <laughs> I think. Oh. Yeah, and those yeah. little snow cone shaped ones, too. Oh, yeah, those are the worst. Just like, fuck you. Oh, I hate those. <laughs> no, the worst would be if they walk around with the snow cone shaped things of tap water, throwing them in people's faces. Be like, here, cool off. Here, cool are, are off. They no, that's, you? that's you or just hose you off. No, there's just a hose. There's just a fucking hose. They walk around and just drizzle everybody and then walk away. Oh, on a day like today, that would actually be pretty nice. Or is that, the uni- is that what Universal does? Spray everybody with the hose? Probably. No, that's the rides that spray everybody. <laughs> But he said shaved ice. Skipper, you did a great transition for us talking about the snow cone because there's a new addition to Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. Is this something that interests you? It is a shaved ice uh, dessert that they are adding over at the Polynesian at the Pineapple Lanai. And um, they do, it's like shaved ice. They can do strawberry, blue raspberry, pina colada, mango, and passion fruit. Um... And they're going to give that a try. Would you ever try that, or would you always go um, Dole Whip? That sounds really good. I would try that. Dole Whip. I would like to try that. I think I'm, I'd actually like to try this. I'd like to try this shaved ice. So I'm that was to over to try a it. thing in New Orleans. They call them snowballs. And I don't know what it is about New Orleans and why they don't have it like everywhere else where it's hot, but it's a thing. And I never really understood it because... I can go home and throw ice in a blender and like drizzle some grenadine on it or something. Like, I, why am I paying money for this? I don't know. Are you sure I cannot. I hands? cannot make Dole Whip. Are you sure that's what, what you meant when they offered you the snowball? <laughs> I am sure. Actually, it's a funny story because <laughs> I uh, I went to Tulane for college, and so there was a girl I was friends with in the class ahead of me in high school, and she also went. And so when I was deciding which school to go to, she, and I was asking her like, "How do you like Tulane?" She's like, "Well." You know, do you like this? Do you like that? Do you like snowballs? I'm like, snowballs? Shit. What kind of drug is that? Like, oh, my God. What are they into there? Like, oh, my God. Like, I'm going to show up and everyone's going to be like, you know, doing this like crazy drug. And I'm going to be like the idiot who's like, I don't really do that. And so, yeah, she had to explain to me that it's just shaved ice with flavoring in it. So (laughs) fun for all ages. There you go. Mm -hmm. There you go. Speaking of it, you said you cannot make Dole Whip at home. Skipper, I think. Today, yeah, this can. week, didn't you didn't you find that they're selling it's it now? The same. No, it actually is. It's made by it's it's the same uh, 
uh, stuff that they use at the parks. By Dole, uh, you just need a soft serve. Um, ice cream okay, maker. you need a right. Which all you need is that? a commercial side. So- no, right. you don't even need a commercial one. Cuisine uh, Art makes one for uh, ninety-five dollars. So the whole setup, and you can make Dole whips for the rest of your life if you want. Would cost you about maybe one fifty. I think I'll just stick to the parks. Oh, but man. thank you. I think it sounds awesome. I'd want to have a Dole whip party and have rum. See, now that sounds in. dirty. Oh yeah, that sounds huh. really dirty. Everything, everything should. Mm-hmm. Mm. You guys want to come over for a Dole Whip party? Okay, I, I'll be there. I'm busy that weekend. That's no, I'm doing that for Twilight Zone. Apparently, yeah. there was a mysterious floating back black ring over oh, Disneyland. Oh yeah, over Disneyland. There People were reports of UFOs. UFO. Yep. You know. I think it's nice that people thought it was just a UFO. Because if I had to read some bullshit article of like, it's a drone, it's ISIS, I would just lose my shit. True. So I think nice. this is a more it's friendly, nice. fun article. Exactly. All right. Well, it's not, a UFO. not unless That's you're talking cool. about like the movie Independence Day, where like it's literally like a UFO coming to UFO coming to like destroy the planet or something. Yeah. No, that would suck. Yeah. So, anyways, um, hate to be spoiler alert. Apparently, it was not really a UFO. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, I'm so surprised. Yeah, this they say it is actually. Um, there actually was some uh, videotape of this black ring floating around the sky of the Magic Kingdom of Disneyland, and apparently, it was smoke from the fireworks. So, wow. Sorry, guys. Sorry, sorry. conspiracy theorists. You psychos. <laughs> There's <laughs> one UFO at Disneyland, and if there well, is, well, that's not it. That we know of. Yeah, if there is, it's not that. That's it's all we know. It's not that. Skipper Dick Ritchie, we're going to go to the movies section of the 3 o'clock parade right now. <laughs> movies. Yes, yeah, Skipper Dick Ritchie's own, are... I've got my own theories about what we're about to talk about. I'm excited about this. Uh-oh. All right, first off, scale of 1 to 10, who's excited for Wreck-It Ralph 2? I am so excited. 5.3. I'm like a, I did see the first. I don't know how excited I am. I, I, I know you're excited. I've seen your costume from Halloween party once. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, it was he was he was Wreck It Ralph. That was a great. Well, I can see that. Yeah, I need you to post that, Skipper. That was a really good costume. I will have to find it. Fantastic. Yeah, so Wreck It Ralph too. Uh, you're excited about this, Skipper? I am. I am. I'm excited. Um, I'm, I'm not going to give anything away, but Wreck It Ralph is basically the. Kind of like the way Toy Story is with toys. It's kind of like what video games do when nobody's around. And uh, Wreck-It Ralph was an old video game from like the 80s and stumbles across a new video game and, you know, kind of has this whole adventure. Um, And they released the poster, or at least a teaser poster for Wreck-It Ralph 2. And I was looking at it and I got really excited because I think instead of just being caught in a arcade... I think Wreck It, or I think Ralph makes it onto the internet. That's what it appears. Yeah, yeah he's standing poster. on the earth. Well, not only on the earth, but he's standing. Uh, like all the things below him are Google, but it's spelled with the U, and <laughs> amazing nice. instead of Amazon, and uh, Pictopedia. Nice. Like there's all these like, um, you know, icons that you would notice from the internet. There's little tweeting birds for the Twitters. 
Um, the tweeters. Yeah, so I think I think Ralph's going to get lost on the internet. So it should be pretty exciting. Like we all do. Yeah. See. Maybe he'll come um, visit our, our lovely podcast. So are you more excited for that? Or are you more excited for... Rogue One. They're going to come out with a new trailer for Rogue One coming out on July 15th. So is this going to have some of the new footage? I'm hoping so. I'm really excited about July 15th. Let's get this going. I'm going to let you guys guess which one I'm more excited for. Uh, Big Friendly Giant. I'm going to go with Skipper on this one. So, yeah, that'll be cool. So it'll be interesting. So they've got that. Um, there was one other. What do you think about this? There's some there's some controversy, may, may we say even outrage by some, over the fact that the sidekick from the new movie Moana, who is Hawaiian, they're saying he's too overweight. Like it's giving a negative stereotype to Hawaiians. Uh, because he's, I mean, he is big. Let's put it that way. I mean, he's gigantic. Well, yeah, but Moana is it a tiny. negative stereotype, or is it just like a, oh my God, there's somebody in a movie who isn't picture perfect. I don't know. Right, I, that's the thing. So I think it's funny that, um, you know, we get a lot, our Disney. I say we Disney gets a lot of complaints that <laughs> all the girls, all the girls, all the princesses are perfect. And they have a body standard and stuff like that that, you know, people can't live up to. And then you put right. a guy in that same role where he's got, you know, a an obese body, I guess. And and it's like, oh, no, well, that's not right either. Like you can't right, win, right. You can't win yeah. one way or the other. So yeah, if they put, saying... like, a white dude as an obese guy, then that would be okay? Or that still be, like, promoting... I mean, God, they're, like, encouraging... Unhealthy living, or yeah. I think you're. I think you make a good point, but I think, yeah. I mean, they obviously wanted just a big sidekick, and it's played by The Rock, who's a large guy. Um, so yeah, I say let's just love everybody. They'd have to put oh, yeah. Kevin Kevin James. Fuck you. If they did a fat white guy because he's the typical. We're gonna love everybody except for you. Me? Yes. Oh, sorry, drunky. Oh. Man, I'm going. To... Speaking of eating, hoop to do review tomorrow. I'm going tomorrow. Oh, hoop to do review. Jealous. This is why I hate you. Yes, hoop to do review. Dude, I love. I'm the so hoop excited. To do. I'm taking my 92 year old grandfather to hoop to do review. Oh, that's awesome. We were coming up with something. My dad and I were wanting to come up with something. We were like, "What kind of entertainment at Disney can you do outside of the parks that's in the air conditioning?" And we did all the math, and we're like, "The hoop to do. I guess that's it." Hoop to do is great. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be great, and we're excited for it. But it's just like there were, there really was no alternative other than that. Um, there was other places, but we wanted, to, they wanted to do some sort of show with them, so it's cool. I'm excited. Hope to do review, so I'm, I'm gonna eat all, all the cornbread. So get ready, rest of the restaurant. You will be having none because I'm eating all the cornbread. That I'll sounds like salad. a fun eating challenge. Yeah, it sounds. Oh, some salad. I'll have a little salad just to help, you know, with digestion. Their but salad's good. Their salad is good. I, I love everything about the Hoopty Doo. No, oh, me too. I actually like the food more than I like the performance. Oh, I like the performance too. Even though no, you, I like you it. Know they changed I the like song, it, right? But well, I just I still when? I'm like okay, enough, enough. Let me eat more food. When? When did they change it? Like recently? 
uh, within the last few years. So the guy that originally wrote the song for Hoopty Doo, um, he held the rights to it. And when he passed away, uh, the the family was just like, "Hey Disney, if you want to keep doing Hoopty Doo, you're going to need to dish out some more money." So they changed it just enough so that it's not that original song anymore. No kidding. Now I'm going to have to try to figure out what song it yeah, is. Yeah, so, so before they used to the do beginning. like hoop-de-doo, hoop-de-doo, and now they do like this thing that it's like hoop-de-hoop-de, hoop-de-doo. So oh, my God. It's just, it's just like. Yeah, it's just enough now, different. does that make you wonder, like, was this guy or the family asking some crazy sum, or is it Disney being that stingy? Be um, I'm sure it was money into perpetuity, which they're just not going to want to get into. So I'm sure it wasn't necessarily an amount. I'm sure it was like... Uh, oh, they're it, like, no. yeah, hey, come on, buy the rights forever for like, you know, X. And they're like, nope, sorry. It's kind of like... And X was like, $500. And Disney's like, fuck you, we can rewrite it. <laughs> We're not paying no 500 measly dollars. Hell. Oh, I'm sure it um, was much more than yeah. that. I know that like... Let me it, have my... Negative visions. Yeah, it's cool. It is negative night. We'd expect nothing less. Um, It's like when they used to, like, that's why all the restaurants used to have all the stupid birthday songs. Because they weren't allowed to technically use Happy Birthday. So every chain restaurant had to come up with their own stupid song. But now they don't have to. Happy, happy birthday! Yeah, like that. Hooray! From the pizza we make to the pasta we bake, we're wishing you a happy, happy birthday. That was the Olive Garden. Sure. Nice. Right? Um, I'm sorry. Did you ever have to celebrate a birthday at the Olive Garden? No, but when I lived in Florida, uh, and Florida is, well, I, I just, I've never met any, like, group of people that love the Olive Garden more than the people that I met when I lived in Florida. Strange. So we would go to lunch there at least once a week. So, you know, every I'm week we hear somebody has a birthday. I do love all the salad. I do love the salad. Oh, do not get drunk. So, so yuck. You don't like the salad? It's so yuck. I, like, to me, there's a level, like, uh, Red Lobster and the Olive Garden are just a step above, like, Golden Corral. Yeah. Oh, salad. So yeah. You, like, Classic. tried to make your own once? I know, right? You ever bought a bag of lettuce and just thrown some shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Iceberg. This is just like being at the Olive Garden. <laughs> uh huh. There's yeah. no nutrients whatsoever. It just goes through you. You guys suck. So you know that. Just so you know. Speaking of um, sucking, how's that salad at the Olive Garden, buddy? <laughs> oh! It's so good. Shut up. So, it's so good. So bad. So good. Yeah. Um. It makes me curious, though. Skipper, what do you hear off in the background? Have we heard from... Uh, can we hear from um, Char up at the Disney Store Canada? Yeah. There was some some new developments last week. Hey, hi-de-ho, Char. This is Skipper Dick Ritchie. Come in. Are you out there? Over? Yes, Skipper Dick Ritchie. I'm here. Char, this is Skipper Dick Ritchie from California. Are you out there? Char, over. Come in. Skipper Dick Ritchie. Hello, Char. This is Skipper Dick Ritchie. Are you there? Over. Yes, I just said I'm here. Come in, Char. Come in from California to Canada. This is Skipper Dick Ritchie. Over. Skipper Dick Ritchie? Over? Woo! Yeah, take that. I knew she'd say it three times. I win that bet. 
Yeah, but I only said it twice. Ah, shit. I guess I got a drink. Uh, okay. So either way, this is Shar reporting live from the Canadian Disney store. So what's going on out there? Did the new store open after all? Yes, but it's not exactly a store. It's more like two kiosks connected by a miniature train that appears to transport customers from one kiosk to the other. Oh, that's cool. Is the train also themed? I guess if your idea of fun is being crammed into a minuscule locomotive with someone who looks like a traveling carnival worker. Oh, I almost forgot. I heard from one of my sources that as a way to compete with the Disney store's free bottled water and public water fountain, these kiosks will be doing their own version of a water source. Ooh, and what's the theming for that? Uh, yes? So in the pictures, it looked like a lush and tropical setting with a giant looming volcano, water fountain. But, Skipper Dick Ritchie, what they set up? An inflatable palm tree and a water hose attached to a faucet. <laughs> Looks like Philippe has some competition. Yeah, for jackass of the year. Okay, well, have a great day. Well, that's about all I have going on up here. Till next time, Skipper Dick Ritchie, this is Char Normando reporting live from the Disney Store. Oh, man, I am so not interested in riding that little carnival train between kiosks. I don't know. It's got to be better than walking. I mean, it's like... How far away could they possibly be? They're kiosks in the same mall. Well, that's kind of... It's not like the two parks at Universal. They're literally like... There's like a building separating the two. So it's kind of the same thing. Wait, their malls are in two different buildings? No. All they have to do Universal is open up a little corridor. You could walk from one part to the other. Same but same. no, well, they want you to pay a, to pay to ride a train. So this makes the same. It all makes sense. Oh, that's exciting. Does I'm glad. It? I'm glad that Philippe now has some competition, or you know, somebody else looking to outdo him in craziness. Yeah, maybe the Universal Disney. The, the excuse me, the Universal Canada kiosks will challenge. And push forward some progress at the Disney store. We'll see. There's some offerings, so I'm excited to see how this how this unfolds on the uh, the Kiosk Express. The Kiosk Express. Do you need? Yeah. Do you have to buy a, a an item at both kiosks to to get the free ticket? Uh, maybe you pay at one place and pick up the receipt at the other, or you know, you pay at one <laughs> kiosk and. Pick up your merchandise in the bag at the other. I don't know, but it sounds like a good time. Speaking of merchandise. I'm listening. They're going to be selling a lot of it at D23, and oh. tickets are going on sale here. Uh, Skipper, have you made any decisions on D23? Oh, decision is made. Next Thursday, we're buying tickets. No kidding. You're going for it. What are we buying? There is all kinds of. Let's see. Are you you're a gold member? So what what kind of tickets are you getting? Just the full, like regular. You know, just the full. The full. Just the, the all all three days. Just the full. Give me everything. Yeah. Just the grand I'm, you know, Mac I'm a, Daddy platinum I'm work package. As hard as I can no. Between no now big. and then, to see if we can get some press passes. But if not, I mean, if they want professional wall to wall coverage of the D twenty three event. There's only really one place you can turn. That's, that's and it's saying. not here. No, it's the yes. Factual Podcast. Yeah. You say? If they want somebody to show up looking for freebies and handouts on a weekend. That's that, not me. That is not I'm me. your girl. Yeah, you. I am, uh, 
I am not in the if it's for free, it's for me mindset, so. Whatever. I'm ready. I'm ready to go out there. Gipper's a professional fun. journalist, and to even even think otherwise is preposterous. Yeah. Right? Am I right on that? You are right uh, on that. Agree or disagree? Mm. Rhiannon, Disney. <sighs> yep. From the file of another thing that Disney has been listening to our show about, this time it's your idea, Rhiannon. Oh, yeah? You see at the Magic Kingdom, there is now a Disney pin quest beginning at the Magic Kingdom. Where you buy a pin. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out exactly how this works. Yeah, that's why it's like, it's not designed for drunk people. But it's a list of clues, for I guess, children. that you go around. You buy a pin quest map and pin quest lanyard, and you travel around doing trivia um, no. on this card, and you go around picking up more clues and pins as you go. Yeah, no. You yeah. get to go to all the souvenir shops throughout the Magic Kingdom. You go to Agrabah, uh-huh. Fancy Fair. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No. You pick up specialty pins from each spot. Okay. Basically, they've gone with what was once a lovely, innocent idea of the what started with the Easter egg hunt thing, but then turned into a pin thing with Remy for food and wine, where you'd go and pay a reasonable flat rate... And you'd be able to go around World Showcase and have a scavenger hunt and find Remy, get the stickers, whatever. And then you turn it and you get your pin. Suddenly, it's now like, oh, here's some weird clue, like a viewfinder. And you have to like go talk to a human being, which really sucks. And then yeah. pay more. And then you go on to your next clue with your thingy and then go talk to another human being. And then pay more. And then it's just like, seriously? I mean, if I wanted to pay that much for pins, well, I'd walk into one store, not talk to a human being, and buy pins. Uh, Skipper, if you were going to ballpark what this costs when you're all said and done, you go to all the different stops, what do you think the pin venture is costing you out of pocket? How many stops are there? It looks like one, two, three, four, five, five plus... The, the original that you get at the end, yeah. 60 bucks. It looks like it's going to be about $80. Oh. So you're close. That's 80 awesome. bucks. So that's 80 bucks of pins. And then you'll never want to trade these pins, I would assume. Right. So you're yeah. kind of stuck with these pins because they're a set. Yeah. So you certainly and aren't going to want to trade them. I don't even think they were that cute. They're kind of weird looking. So, yeah. But for I'm not bucks, excited. You'd have to, you'd have to really, really want these. So, anyways, yeah. I, it's it just I it d- definitely struck me as, hey, this sounds like something Rhiannon would have designed, but then maybe less money involved. Yeah, less money involved, less complications, and if you're going to be putting in that much effort and time, I'd want more options. Maybe like you know, pick your character or something. Like I don't know, it just seems kind of limited, and you're. Putting a lot of time and money and effort into meh. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. I just like, I, I like what I hear. They're clearly another an, another idea taken from the 3 o'clock parade. Nice wow. work. Nice you work, team. Nice work, team. Way to High go. five. 
Iceberg team. Um, I found this is the last thing of sort of a news that I found. I thought it was kind of cool. There's testing. I saw this on the WWND today that they're actually going to have some automated cameras at certain photo locations. They're trying that. Like, instead of just having a, a photo fast photographer, you could literally just tap your band and get your family together and have it take your picture. What do you guys think about this? So robots are taking over humans' jobs. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I kind of like that better. I, I, I mean, 21st century outsourcing. Yeah, if it's set up nicely, it'd be nice to just go tap your magic band, have it say, like, countdown, five, four, three, two, one, click. Um, it's not like they really can have, I mean, all these photographers can't be super well-trained photographers, so it's probably, <laughs> it can't be any worse than a, a rookie photographer for PhotoPass, so yeah, uh, it's, why it's not? It's like the photo booths of old, but, you know, with technology behind it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think that's pretty cool. Um, they're going to have both, I'm sure, but this what this article is saying is that they currently had it. Uh, you can get your photo in front of the Rapunzel's Tower in the fro- in the tangled restrooms. Oh, I always want my photo in front of a bathroom. And then now they're moving it to the Sword in the Stone, supposedly, according to cast members. So we're going to try this out a few times. Um, in the meantime, people will get a free photo download as a thank you for helping with the test. That's nice. That's cool. I can offer that as well with my bathroom selfies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna stand in the bathroom and see if anybody wants to. anybody want to take some pictures with me? I'm here. I'm here if anybody wants. <laughs> Nothing can go wrong. Yeah. What could happen? Yeah. Come on, I. Let's do some. Uh, let's uh, take some photos here in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who's ready for some ask sour boner? Woo! Ask sour boner time. Ask Sour Boner. Um, one year at Disney last week wanted to know when is it too early to ask Ask Sour Boner and when it is too late. Um, it's always the right time because we're starting with you because you were the last last week and now you are the first this week. So there you go. It's never too early or late to ask and ask Sour Boner. Unless Dronco ignores you. Aww. See, but it, it was unintended. Unintended. Okay. Um. Um, I got the redhead would like to know. Um, he was asking a question. Um, would you consider Trader Sam's and Jock Lindsay's to be attractions? No. It's no. a vote. Sixty-two percent of people said no, but a whopping I think this is a high number. Thirty-eight percent of people said yes that they uh, uh, viewed them to be attractions. Interesting. Interesting. So uh, it sounds like everyone here. Thirty-eight percent were wrong. Thirty <laughs> percent. Yes. There you go. Um, uh, follow up the next day. I got to the redhead was also the next to do a SR boner. If you had to cook your own meals, which Walt Disney World restaurant would you want to be locked in for a week? Which restaurant? If you're just going to sit there and get everything in one week, cooking your own meals, where are you going? Oh man, a week in a restaurant. I want to see Ohana, but I feel like you're going to get kind of. I hate to say I'm going to get yeah. sick of the shrimp, but I might. <clears throat> well, the question here is: Are you getting new shipments every day? Because if you're not, then a week in a seafood restaurant is not good. <laughs> Let's say you're getting new new shipments. And in you're that just case, from the cooler. I think I go with Narcoosies. That'd be nice. That they have quality ingredients, good seafood. Good view. So I'm locked in the place for a week. I can be like every night watching Wishes and the electric water pageant. 
Yeah, I'm definitely not going a steakhouse. Like, I feel like that would just. Oh uh, God, I really don't want awesome. a steak. It'd be great, <laughs> a little bit, but I don't know if I want a full porterhouse every day of the week, though. Mm. Well, they have other things. <laughs> like a steakhouse yeah. doesn't mean that you have to eat steak every Flamin day. Filet mignon, ribeye. Let me guess. You want to go to uh, <laughs> Olive Garden and just have salad? Shut mm. it, Skipper Nick Ritchie. Oof. Just because I like the salad doesn't mean I'm going to pick it over at the boathouse, like which is my home. obvious answer. I'm going to go to the boathouse. They got seafood. They got steaks, burgers, sliders. They got it all, man. Boathouse. Good answer. Boathouse. Going to the boathouse. My second answer was going to be Maya Grill. Man, I, I'm on a Maya Grill kick right now. Because that place is awesome. <laughs> I love yeah. the Maya Grill. But that's not – well, representing the West Coast, I'm going to have to go with Club 33. Ooh. Now, are they one of, is Club 33 the kind of place that has really tiny portions, or is it like just really good full portioned meals? Uh, they well, it's it's like a courses dinner, so you'll have like five or six courses that aren't giant, but by the time you're done, you're full. Yeah, and they usually have, or at least the last time I was there, I don't know if they've changed it. They had a uh, a salad bar, a cold bar, and a dessert bar, so. You know, you went in and they had a big giant salad bar, but then they also had like the crab legs and the shrimp and holy crap! Yeah. And you pay off the menu like individually, or is it um, you just kind of pay to eat there? Uh, Like what price? I mean, when I went, it was about seventy-five bucks. I, from what I understand, now the menu is a little bit different. You can go up higher because of the wine pairing. But uh, yeah, it's uh, delicious. Delicious. So, is that your answer? Is Club Thirty Three? I'm going with the Boathouse. Do we get yours, Rhiannon? I just said Narcusis. Narcusis. That's right. Narcusis. So we got Narcusis. Man, that would be nice location too. I mean, you're you're killing. That's it. why and they I'm have brunch that. now. So you right. Can, so if yeah. I'm locked for a week, I must have to like sleep there and stuff. Oh, and then you get access to all the mimosas in the morning too. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Um, your liver has a question. Oh yeah. Which is now who's currently named Chris Harrison, by the way. That's the yes. name right now. Um, quoted a tweet that said that Disneyland Paris is now only offering plastic bags until the current stock is gone. Then guests have to buy reusable bags. Does he think your liver, she, he, whoever your liver is. Um, Z. Z is would like to know the chances of this happening at Walt Disney World. Could you ever see Walt Disney World going bagless and you have to buy reusable bags? Honestly, no. Yeah, me either. Not in America. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing for Ikea to do it because usually you're buying large boxes of furniture and if you happen to buy small things, you either know enough to bring your bag or... You pay the 10 cents. But Disney, the number of people who come in and just want to buy a small thing, aren't walking into the parks with a bag, aren't buying furniture there, which is weird because I would like to buy furniture there. Um, yeah, I don't think they would do that. What's the, what's the feel out in California? Is this a, is this push going out in California to get rid of bags, Skippa? Could you see it happening at Disneyland? Uh, I mean, a lot of places out here definitely don't offer um, plastic bags anymore. They only offer paper bags. Because uh, they're more recyclable than the than the plastic, obviously. Um, some places actually offer you a discount if you bring your own bag. But yeah. you know whether I see Disneyland doing that. I know right now, like the bags at Disneyland actually say like, 
you know, 85% uh, recycled or whatever. So I could see I could see them going to a more earth-friendly bag, but to just take that away from people, eh, probably not. It would be cool, though. Maybe when you buy a ticket, you get a bag. And they're like, hey, anytime you come to the park, just bring your bag and fill it full of crap. That is actually a great idea. You know, and, and if you and, and then you can get a discount on your merch. Um, oh yeah, I I don't necessarily see it coming, but I, hmm, maybe definitely not in the near future. But I agree, there is some push to do that. So I could see them. I would, I'm I really am curious how much as a whole they could see. I mean, can imagine how many bags they give away every day. But they also aren't going to make people walk around with like loose items all day <laughs> right do you think it's saying. weird that in my experience not every time but i'd say like maybe 80 percent of the time if you walk into a gift shop and ask them for a bag because i don't know you have like a wet poncho or i don't know i forget why i have bags but like leftovers i'm like i don't yeah. want to carry the box i want to carry a bag they will hand you a clear bag yes. and not one of the merch bags like I was about to actually bring that up too because I agree. I think that's, I found that out once. Is that more environmentally friendly or is it just weird? I will admit the reason I did it because I wanted to, I wanted to wrap it around my beer so I could walk into something and I'm like, this isn't going to work. Foiled. (laughs) Foiled. Um, I'm assuming that's because they don't want you to take it and then throw an item in there and then it looks like you purchased it. So it makes it obvious Mm. that it's not Mm. a purchased bag is the only thing I can. Okay, think of yeah. like oh, maybe they should have done that at the boathouse so they wouldn't have thought that i stole that uh that turvis there you go but i think that's why they do it but i did i have noticed that and i found it extremely odd that if you ask for a bag they give you a clear bag yeah so yeah i've noticed that too that was that's the only thing that i can think of though is that i no, can see some teenager or grown-up saying i'll take a bag and then stick stick a t-shirt in there and Find a squirrel, finds a nut. Yeah, I got one right today. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember if we've had Jen with two N's, J-E-N-N. I think we have, but anyways, welcome to the show. If this is your first question, but I like it. It's an F. Mary Kill. Are you ready? Yeah, sure. Jen with double N's is going with F. Mary Kill, Bonnie Appetite, who was the host of Kitchen Cabaret, the finale Carousel of Progress, Sarah, with the snow boots, and Spaceship Earth's Floxy Cleopatra. That's a I tough think one. It's obvious. It's obvious. Well, give me that. If it's if it's so obvious, let's hear it. Well, let's kill Bonnie because she's already dead. So really, there's no blood on our hands. Yeah. Um, let's refurb sarah to not be wearing moon boots and let's i'm sorry i'm sorry we're gonna fuck sarah we're gonna fuck sarah despite the moon boots i'm sorry sorry i got my scenarios mixed up and then we'll marry foxy because she's foxy and she's got a what appears to be a very well a really good job yeah she's smart and she's sexy yeah she is um i think i'm gonna actually go with you on that but for a di- little bit different reasons though i am definitely not going to marry carousel of progress finale sarah from the 80s and 90s because if you look at her face she has these really d- 
dead eyes that are haunting and they're really I, I don't think I could do it. So basically, you already fucked her, and that's what she looks like. Ah. Yeah, she's just, 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 just ruined. Ruined. <laughs> she just never got over it. So I yeah. was going to the different aftermath, but sure. Um. So yes. So I agree. I agree with that. Skipper, which way are you going on that? that I'm, I'm with. I'm with you guys. That sounds. Sounds like the way to go. I'm looking forward to. Uh, Getting a little Fox Cleopatra going. Yeah, Bonnie, Bonnie Appetite, I will say, she also kind of looks like a cocktail. Like, she looks like she's out, like she's been out in the, the clubs late. So she's probably, you know, going to have like smoke or cough because she's been in the clubs so late, you know. Are you it's going to be standards tough. now? I have ah. standards. I have some standards. I'm not telling you where, but there's some standards. Not what you said on Wiener Weekend. Oh, this is a real. <laughs> Um, Elise, Miss El- Miss Ellie Mouse has a question. Welcome, Elise, to the three o'clock parade. Um, what do you think the best ride or attraction to hook up with someone would be? Do we pick a park, or are we just any attraction? Like you're gonna like let's just say in your head, you know you're gonna take somebody to a park at Disney World or Disneyland. So you, you're going to plan this whole day around this one attraction. Mm. You're going to plan everything around this one attraction. What attraction are you going for? Well, I think you need to define the term hookup because, you know, depending on how far you want to go, certain things limit you. Like if you're not in a private vehicle but I'm thinking, you know, just some whatever handsy action. Be dinosaur. I mean, it's pretty dark and it's pretty bumpy. Bouncing around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're, yeah. And you're definitely not yeah. in a private yeah. car. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> and they take your picture. At one point, you know where it's coming. <laughs> I, I, I like. I like what you're going with mm-hmm. here, Rhiannon. So I'm going to take a good chunk of that. I'm going to go with the same theme, but I'm going to go with Ellen's energy adventure because you're going to be able to get that back corner car and everyone's so enthralled watching the video that they're never going to be taking, you know, worrying about what you're doing. See, my, my problem is not so much the people around me. It's the cameras. So like I kind of rule out haunted mansion or pirates. Cause I feel like there are just cameras constantly. Whereas cameras and dinosaur, they can't be capturing that much unless they're like night True. vision. And even then, you know, if you're like below the seat line, I don't know. Yeah. I'm thinking if you're on Ellen's Energy Adventure, though, the one or two cast members that are sitting there in Ellen's Energy Adventure, they are at this point, as long as the sensors don't go off because you jump out of the vehicle, they are asleep at the wheel. <laughs> they just hit that button, sit back, and something tells me if you jump out of that car, there must be a sensor or something. That must be—I I don't know. I can't imagine they're too enthralled in watching people sit in a theater for twenty some minutes, and it's so long. You get a long time in the Ellen's Energy Adventure, so still going with that. Skip, where are you going? I'm probably gonna go with the People Mover. That's a great one too. That yeah. was my actual—that was my backup choice. Yeah. And it, it, it also builds, it gets you a little bit excited because you, you like you see the, the dark spots coming 
And so there's that anticipation. It might build that a little bit. Yeah. Oh, or you know what I think would be fun is uh, if you could it somehow end up on Carousel of Progress by yourself in the theater. I don't know why. It just dawned on me that I... I think <laughs> John I is just judging you. John is just watching, <laughs> judging. Give her a 1-4! Yep. That'd be great. <laughs> um, is that the term for a shocker? Yeah. <laughs> you know when they're when they're talking about washing laundry and they've got that like manual crank thing? Yeah. It's kind of setting the pace. Uh-huh. Nice <laughs> medium pace. Ooh, at a medium pace. Splash. And then you just make sure you don't want to splash it all across her rump. I mean rumpus room. Right? Gross. Good answer, Skipper. You win that one. Yay me. You got to win. Yeah, there's a win for Skippa. Um, Rhiannon, I'm going to direct this question to you. Mm-hmm. It's from Brian, a.k.a. Dirt Cheap Disney. He wants to know, if Spaceship Earth was made completely out of styrofoam, do you think you could lift it? <laughs> no. Man, that'd still be a lot of styrofoams. Now, question styrofoam. is, is it, is it full styrofoam or is it just I'm like assuming. Shell? No, I didn't, I'm assuming it's full. That's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Skipper, what do you think? No way. No. No, but I'm going to be dumb enough to try. I'm going to be dumb enough to try, though. Oh, I might try it. Where? Who's our Who's our nomad wing calculator person? They should get on that math. Dustin. Speaking. Oh, no. We won't speak. We, we'll talk about that a little later. Okay. Ha-ha. <laughs> There's a reason. Any we'll surprises. Get no, any surprises. No. Um, no spoiler. Um... Colin, uh, Drunkie's Amazing Race champion. My would, private pilot, yeah. Your private pilot would like to know, when is Polly going to have another choice? And then he offers one, so I think we should do Colin's choice okay. until we get one from Polly. So Colin's choice is, his suggestion is, like Ohana, California Grill, and Victorian Alberts, all at fireworks time. Oh, shit. All at fireworks time. You go in uh, fast pass, refurb, and demolish. Um, Victorian Alberts, Ohana, or California Grill at fireworks time. I got it. Okay. I'm in. Go. I'm going to fast pass the California Grill. Interesting. I'm going to refurb Ohana's. Because uh, I feel like there's some trees and maybe some stuff in the way. That whole island. Windows. Yeah, the windows have like uh, support beams. Yeah, we gotta we gotta fix that. And mm-hmm, then I'm just gonna mm-hmm. chuck Victorian Alberts. I don't. <gasps> Can I you see that... the fireworks for Victorian Alberts? No. It's interior, right? That's yeah. What I'm saying for fireworks, that does me no good. So yeah. this leads me to my answer. I am going to oh, I know kill California Girl. Oh. Not because I want to, but because I'm put in a corner. I am going to refer Victorian so Alberts. Memories, so many memories there, though. Oh, well, now you've just really solidified my decision right there. <laughs> um, I'm going to refer Victorian Alberts so that you can see the fireworks from Victorian Alberts. And I'm going to marry Ohana because, honestly, if I'm there, I don't really care if I can see the fireworks or not. I'm eating me some chicken wings, and their salad is something good, unlike other stupid establishments. 
and yeah and the bread pudding and the noodles oh. yeah man I'm i there. was super excited about who to do and i still am but now i'm kind of wishing it was ohana those are like <laughs> two like you got like i feel like i have to do both of those every time i go but then it's just yeah. so much it's just so good yeah so, Fuck! i know i feel you yeah and beer. um Rhiannon, question. In the new Victorian Alberts, are they going to dim the light? Are they going to um, do the, the music in Victorian Alberts? Sure, why not? Okay, just checking. Just checking. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to go with Skipper on the one. I'm just going to get rid of Victorian Alberts. Um, sorry, Victoria and Albert. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to refurb California Grill... To be a little bit better, I just like some. I'd like new management. I'd like the whole thing redone. And I'm gonna um, fast pass Ohana. Yeah, I love Ohana. It's my. It's the best. And I'm gonna have lapu lapu and watch the fireworks. Even if random, even if the fireworks aren't going on afterwards, I can go downstairs and watch them. So it's perfect. I'm sticking with Ohana. Wow, your liver though jumps in and wants to. Jesus has another another choice. This is. It's a lot of choices. This is your today. liver's choice. This is your liver's choice, Rhiannon. I, I keep my liver busy. Um, we want a fast pass, demolish, and refurb. Oh, my God. This is terrible. Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, and Epcot. What? Yeah. And in Epcot, he's, your, your liver is making it clear that you can't just demolish Future World. You have to demolish the whole thing. <laughs> so it's Epcot as a whole. You cannot divvy it up. Yeah. My liver can be severe. I think it just due to the harsh treatment it gets it. Yeah, what kind you of know, shit were you feeding it last night? It says hashtag game on bitches. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> mean. Like, it's mean. A kid from an abusive home, uh, you know, they're going to have behavioral issues. So what are you doing? Well, so this is kind of part of my reaction to your earlier news piece of Animal Kingdom being the greatest ever because even though I love it, I feel like my liver puts me in a very, 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 very bad position right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually going to fast pass Epcot, refer Magic Kingdom to have alcohol, and I'm left with demolishing Animal Kingdom. Oh. I know, but I I didn't feel like I was given a real choice. You're not. That's why your liver is evil. No, you're totally giving yeah. a choice. Not a good one. Let's hear it, Skipper. Okay. Do it better. So I'm going to fast pass the Animal Kingdom because it's great right now. There's restaurants, there's bars. It is great. All kinds of stuff. But so is everything else. I'm going to refurb Epcot because I believe that, well, Epcot is great. It's kind of dated. And some to really pick up the pace. Like we need more full bars that are really cool and themed. Yes. In third floor the, up, yeah, up third Canada. floor Canada. Like let's get all that stuff going. And since I've already got the original Magic Kingdom, and I don't care about the other one that much, oh, I'm going to keep cheating. Disneyland. No way, I'm not cheating. Che- we all have the same option. I'm going to demolish the Magic Kingdom. Man, you don't have the same option. You have the option of hopping on a train for an hour and a half, two hours, and being at Disneyland. We don't yep, have that option. Imagine here. the outrage if we demolished. Let's hope. Eat maybe they're listening. 
Eat a dick Maybe Disney's listening. This could be the next big thing that they take from us. Disney's <laughs> the Magic Kingdom. It's unlikely. I'm not going to lie. That's, that seems like far-fetched. Seems a little bit far-fetched, but... Disney, I voted to marry the Magic Kingdom. Um, no, wait, that was my refurb. Never mind, I lied. I'm refurbing it. I have to refurb like Rhiannon did, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to respect, and I hate to do this, I'm going to respect the people that say there should not be alcohol in the Magic Why? Kingdom. This is a hypothetical because- situation where you can refurb whatever the fuck you want. You could refurb just like, you know what? I want to make Tony's Town so here's Square what I'm whatever doing. the fuck it is yes. better. I'm going to do my idea of adding a restaurant at the front of the park, just like they do at Animal Kingdom, where it's just outside the gates. And they're, I'm going to add that. I'm going to refurb it with a. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Restaurant right there at the front. Refurbing it. Hypothetical situation. You could change anything, and that's what you're doing? I just think it's more like. I think I'm going to go with something that's more realistic. I think This isn't a realistic question. Hmm. Well, I'm demolishing Epcot because well, I have that's to. Realistic. I have to. Fa- I have to fast pass Disney's Animal Kingdom. The best park is the best park. I'm not arguing with your choices on the categories. I'm Fine. arguing what you're doing with your refurb Fine. option. Fine, we'll take your refurb option. You win. No. You can still put a bar and grill outside the gates. I don't care what the fuck you do, but why would you not go the extra step? You have the option. Be a man. Fucking have some balls. Right? Say what you want. Do it. All right. I'm putting the bar at top. (laughs) I'm putting the bar in the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. Why the bar? Why not every bar? There's a bar in the middle of Pirates. You get off the boat, get a rum drink, get back on the boat. They actually squirt rum at you. You open your mouth and hope to catch it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you don't like how they do that at uh, Cali River Rapids where people push the buttons and it sprays water, but they do it with rum. I like it. See? The See, camels. Like your... The camels in Adventureland. They don't spit water at you. It's rum. See? You win. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the win on this question. Jesus. Fuck. <laughs> um, Abigail Fortnum has a question. Webigail Quacked would like to know which Disney character would you have as the devil on your shoulder and which as the angel. And you would like this, Rhiannon, because yeah. the picture she puts is yeah, Trunk with, you know, Patrick Warburton with like, himself yeah. on both. Yeah. On Can both I shoulders. have him on both shoulders and somewhere else? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, have him a third somewhere else? No. <laughs> so who would be the best devil and angel? I'm going to go that the best devil would be actually um, Donald would be over there like getting pissed and telling you you know he'd be the he'd be on one side being pissed and of course you got to go Jiminy Cricket. Mm, no. Well, I'll do it better. I, okay. Um, how about for the devil on your shoulder, the devil Hades himself. Oh. Right. Like the one from Fantasia. No, the one from Hercules. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the one that was like, dun, 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 dun. What's his name? He has a different name. Help me out here. Factual podcast. Factual podcast. He has a name. His name is Chernabog. Thank you, Chernabog. Chernabog, yeah. No, I don't want Chernabog on my shoulder because I don't think he even actually speaks. He would just like grunt in my ear. And really, as a woman, yeah, we don't go for that. 
Um, oh, so, yeah, I know. That's what um, we're doing wrong, Skipper. That's not all I'm doing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to stick to Hades. Um, and for my angel, I'm going to go with Tiana, because someone pointed out today that we should, well, fuck, it was Disney Trump. But yeah, sticking with what Tiana would do. So, I think Tiana's oh. a good role model, and I think she'd be good as my angel. Oh, I like it. And she's from New Orleans. I like that. Yeah. Skippa? Uh, I'm going to go with the same with uh, the same character on both shoulders, but I'm going to do an angry stitch and a happy stitch. Interesting. Oh, yeah. So basically you'd be schizophrenic. Well, I don't know if you noticed the drawing. I, and that's what I think they meant. Like, would you do the hap, the good and bad version of the same Oh. Character? Oh, I did not why, get that. Which is why you have Kronk with... A good well, yeah, I the I, question was, which would you have as the devil and which as the yeah. angel? So it makes it seem like it's two, but I like you could it could be interpreted yeah, both sure, ways. Sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Really I'm just saying that you know sometimes his badness level is high and sometimes it's not. So okay, you can hang out. And... Can we do Buzz Lightyear in Spanish? Buzz Lightyear? Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> which one's bad though? Yeah, I was gonna say which one's which. <laughs> the Spanish Buzz Lightyear was pretty awesome. Yeah, he was hilarious. He's a hell and a hell of a dancer. I guess I would go with um, Carl from Up, because I think on the one shoulder he'd be like, "Get those kids off my lawn," and the other shoulder he'd be like, "Yeah, let's take you. over this blimp. Let's do this. Yeah, let's count the red cars." Yeah, Carl's cool. like as a grumpy old man. That'd be that'd be perfect for Rhiannon. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get off my lawn! I think a grumpy old man is is my spirit animal. Yeah, I think so too. Um, Colin, Drunky's Amazing Race champion, my private pilot, is making a reference here. He says, "Does the bar of the week float and travel to various whack pack three o'clock radio whack pack residences?" He's referring to this huge, gigantic float that Scott Disney Cruise Line blog bought and is taking around to different pools. But he does bring up a good fact. Did he just name? Um, all the different characters from our Ask Sour Boner as the Whack Pack. That's straight from Howard Stern. Yeah, it is. Do we, oh. Are we allowed? Should we do that, or do we have to come no, up with another no. name? No, name. Mm. So that's what we need to come up with for the next week. Is we need to come up with a new name that is better than the the Whack Pack. Oof. So it's, it's gonna be tough. So what's this float like? I mean, is it? It's one of those gigantic, like six person. Floats that um, Scott bought and is now taking You're it to pools, and we're to trying to think. Bring it to the pool. These are we've only had it at like private neighborhood pools. Oh, okay. I, thought, I was envisioning you like taking it to different resorts and <laughs> not set, going thinking, over very well. Skipper, next time you're at a, one of these resorts, like a Port Orleans that has a side pool, you know, like Port Orleans Riverside had the side pools. We're bringing it over. I think this would be this perfect is- for like a side pool. This makes me think of this float my brother had that I thought he invented this clever name. Turns out it's actually like stitched on the side of the thing. And it's called, wait for it, the Relaxation Station. Oh, I like it. Nice. And it's this giant, I think it fit probably at least eight people. And it had like a center cooler thing yeah. built into it. And this is basically that, yes. Yeah. So yes, yeah. yes, Colin, the that could be the bottom of the week. Station. 
I always thought reminds me of I've always thought that at, at Epcot, you know, in the future world, they should name the restrooms Urination Station. Yeah. <laughs> no. Right? You liked it, Skipper. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Yeah, I think they should do it. The urination station. It sounds kind of, you know, futuristic y. What's next? Um, Mr. Monkey just remembered that he forgot to ask Sour Boner. No. Oh, but don't worry, it's coming. It's coming. I bet you. Okay, what is this? The <laughs> um, Dizwire wants to know if we think that Jim Hill was hinting at a 2017 cocoa overlay for Epcot's Grand Fiesta Tour in the latest Disney dish. I haven't listened to that what yet, so I can't. Yeah, I don't um, that's the Dia de los Muertos movie coming oh, out. Oh, right. Yeah, from Pixar. Uh, oh, that yeah. would be... Uh, no offense to that movie. Don't touch Grand Fiesta Tour, the Three Caballeros. Maybe they could do but, both. Well, I question, what is our current definition of overlay? Because... On the one hand, you have, like, the Haunted Mansion's, you know, uh, um, Nightmare Before Christmas overlay, so it's temporary, versus people keep calling the Maelstrom thing a frozen overlay, but it's it's permanent. So, yeah, is he oh, talking oh. about permanent or temporary? Because I'd be fine with temporary, but permanent, yeah, no, don't do that. Well, there's the section of the ride that is that yeah. already. They could add in a couple characters there, and sure. I'd be okay with that. Sure, yeah. There's no reason... The three caballeros could could not interact in the same universe as these characters. That's cool, right? Well, and they could. I think I think Rand brings up a great point. Like they could do it just like they do the haunted mansion out here. So you know, September October, you get a little um, a little different attraction, and the rest of the year it's back to what it was normally. Could you imagine how cool it would be if they started actually doing that for different attractions? I love the the seasonal things like the Jingle Cruise, and uh, yeah. I, I love it. Yeah, the only... Okay. No, go. I want to hear more. I was just going to say, my only concern would be the downtime. Because I know that with Jingle Cruise, it's not that bad. But I've heard stories about Haunted Mansion in Disneyland that it's down for significant portions of time to get that overlay up. Just a a few weeks. It's not that bad. That seems like... Well, and did, I wonder if they time it too. Like, don't they? Like, do they ever put the Haunted Mansion here down for a while? At some point, seems like they would just to refurbish every once in a while. Maybe they'll just do it together. Who knows? Hmm. Yes, we do not want um, that ride, Three Caballeros, down very much. So I'm with you on that. All right, um, Mr. Monkey would like to know what hey. is drunk at Disney getting him for his birthday. Oh, Ooh, can I guess? I have something that I'm going to give Mr. Monkey for his birthday. I have a present for Mr. Monkey. Is it an IOU written on a cocktail napkin and stuffed in an empty Miller Lite bottle? No. Oh. Believe it or not, that's his Christmas present, so don't oh. Oh, buy it. Shit, Try it. sorry. Is um, it the bill from the last time you guys went out drinking and you didn't pay your part? No. It should. What it is, is I am going to give Mr. Monkey the first ever, wait for it, three o'clock parade signature back scratcher. The first one. There it is. He gets the first one. The notoriety of being the first. Yeah, the first one. Congratulations, Mr. Monkey. Except for the fact that you already gave that out, at least verbally. What? 
No, I'm giving it to Mr. Monkey. Wings what do you mean? Well, that would be nice, except for the fact they already promised it to somebody. Yeah. I didn't promise anything while I was drunk, did I? Oh, is this a rhetorical question? What did I, who did I promise it to? Hello? Oh my god, Dustin. Yep. Yeah. Dustin, who created the wing calculator. Nomad Wing so Calculator. So yeah. you should figure out how many wings the back scratcher is worth and give Mr. Monkey the option. Maybe so he would like one-fifth of one wing or a back scratcher. So what you're saying is my super special gift of the first ever 3 o'clock parade signature back scratcher that I was going to give Mr. Monkey is now downgraded to just sloppy a regular seconds. sloppy seconds. Oh. oh, just seems fitting, actually. Sorry, Mr. Monkey. I tried. At least he's getting gift. it. Maybe? I think it's pretty cool that he's getting it. I think you should give yes. him the option of the IOU and the Miller Lite bottle. These back scratchers are pretty cool. They are signed by Skipper Dick Ritchie. Rhiannon, and... Under duress. <laughs> so, Mr. Monkey, that's what you're getting, but I thought you were getting the first one. No, you're not getting the first one. Sorry, buddy. Um, Colin... He's not sorry. Colin, the Drunkies Amazing Race champion, wants to know if we will be singing Happy Birthday for Mr. Monkey tonight. Should happy, we? Happy, happy birthday, birthday from Ben Gifts to you. To you. <laughs> happy, happy birthday. Yay Please don't for you. Well, I don't no, know if you guys was... noticed, but the opening music was actually the uh, birthday music from Horizons. So oh, I, I feel love... like I did my part. Oh, Happy... Yes. Happy birthday, Mr. Show, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to direct this next question to Skipper Dick Ritchie. This one's from Harrison, Dug... Harrison Duggan, the WWE fan before Live 30. Um, he wants to know, is there any update on the book, Skipper? Huh. <laughs> on my book or the one that you guys are writing? <laughs> I think he's I almost to just spit out my beer, but I swallowed it first. <laughs> oh, let's talk more about that. <laughs> um, updates, Harrison. Lots going on. It's getting down and dirty. It's uh, right now. We're still looking at September, so like one month and a half, two months. I'm, away. I'm, I'm hoping for earlier. But yeah, I probably shouldn't make any promises I can't keep. Yeah. So it's happening. Um, so. It's there in the layout. It's beyond our control. Yeah. I mean, we're, they're literally getting, we're getting pictures of like little details and saying like, is this cool? And we're like, yes or no. So yeah. And I'm being that bitch. I'm like, Ooh, yeah. Can you like space that differently? And then like, capitalize Ooh, the whole? yeah, I did say that. I did say you need to capitalize the whole. And then I also <laughs> said like mm, that font, I'm not loving it. And so, yeah. So, I guess maybe it is my fault, but not really. I would never call Rhiannon a control freak to her face. Never. Never. Uh-uh. Never. Never. Um, never. Let's see. <laughs> oh, this is great. Um, Dizwire retweeted Joe Rody. Joe Rody, the uh, executive mm-hmm. designer of Disney's Animal Kingdom, and just recently did a whole video on Tiffin's. And he also today posted a bunch, a whole thing about this fish. He, the, Tiffin yeah, serves a higher fish. Yes, and he did a whole thing about how the whole fried fish is a metaphor for adventure. And that, <laughs> you know, he, he went on this long explanation of how it is just a metaphor for adventure. So, Dizwire sure. wants to know, 
What is the metaphor for three butter chicken wings? Hashtag privilege. <laughs> that, right. Like when you travel and there's like the people that go and live with the people and go really experience the area. And the three wings for $10 are the regal people who stay up on the high on the mountain and just look down upon the locals. No, I think it's more like the quote-unquote regal people who wish they were regal, who did not get any kind of guidebook, who thought they were going into the town to, like, experience the people, but didn't want to, like, really mix in with the riffraff. So really they found some, like, cleanish-looking place that took advantage of tourists and were like, here, taste this of the people. It's $10 for three wings. And they're like, yes, <laughs> this must be what the people is like. But meanwhile, I'm too, like, regal to, like, actually get my hands dirty, so right. I will take this. And that is the entire It's a metaphor scene. for, like, like, wealthy, cheesy tourists. It's a metaphor for new money, not doing their research, thinking there's something they're not, thinking they're getting something they're not. Boom. Yeah. Skipper DeGritchie, what is the metaphor for three chicken wings? Dak wings? What? There you go. There you go. All right. There you go. Crickets. There you go. Now, are you ready? Dr- Dramaday would like to do some rapid fire Ask Sour Bone. Are you ready? Yeah, I love rapid fire. Do it, do it, do it. This is where he claims that Skipper Dick Ritchie skipped rapid fire when we were in St. Louis. Which I don't think the Skipper would ever do that. I'm pretty sure it's rapid fire. I don't even think they had no. rapid fire. Skipper, you are an innocent creature. Oh, it was drunk true. was fault. Okay, I'm in. Okay, here we go. Rapid fires. Ask Sour Boner from a dram a day. Magic Kingdom or Disneyland Park? Disneyland. Magic Kingdom. Dumb. Disneyland. Yeah. Visit Tokyo Disneyland or Disneyland Paris? Tokyo. Tokyo. Disneyland Paris. Really? Yeah. They got the, the, we, we talked about it last week, and they have wine. It's going to be one wonderful. They still have uh, 20,000 leagues, possibly. This is not rapid. Oh. Swedish Chef or Beaker? Beaker. 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 Always Beaker. Monorail extension to Animal Kingdom or Disney's Hollywood Studios? Hollywood Studios so I can ex- exit it quicker. Hollywood Studios. Jack. Nice. Wishes, Illuminations, or Fantasmic? Wishes. Illuminations. Fantasmic. Hmm. Mall at Millennia or Florida Mall? No, oh, Jesus. I Mall at Millennia. Know what those are. Mall at Florida Mall is the worst. Mall Florida Mall is the worst. Plus, Mall um, Millennia is easier to get to. Yeah. Five Guys or A and W? What? In and out. Five, <laughs> Five Guys I mean, only because I've never been to A and W. A and W only if it has the one where you can sit in the car and they bring it to your window. So um, Sonic. Basically, but I want A and W because they have great root beer. Only lapu-lapu or only beer? I had a question about this. Oh, shit. That one's hard. What kind of beer? Any kind Uh, of beer I want ever, ever, ever? Well, then beer. Oh, beer. I'll go with beer. For that reason, I'm going to have to go with beer, too. But I won't. If it were like lapu-lapu only or like name one beer only, I'd be hard-pressed. I will say I did make an entire picture once of lapu-lapu, and it gave me heartburn after like so much lapu-lapu. Yeah. So I'm going to go with beer. You might get a... I don't know, diabetes. So sweet. <laughs> People Mover or the Grand Fiesta Tour? 
Shit. With or, with, with or without Coco Overlay? I have to. Without. I have to go People Mover, though. I'm going to go Grand Fiesta Question. Tour. Question. Can I sneak my drink onto Grand Fiesta That's Tour? exactly why. Always. Right? You don't even exactly have to sneak. You, you don't even have to st- sneak most they're, No, they're Nazis about it. Whoa. Huh. Sorry, That's, is that a harsh I, term? Okay, yeah. they're really strict about it. <laughs> Um, I, I would, I'm going to go with Grand Vestia Tour, but um, I do feel like I have to be sneakier about bringing my drink on than I do with TTA. Dealing with adult tour groups or school groups? Ugh. Adult. Terrible. You want Both terrible, but adults, I think. Take adults, okay. I'm allowed um, to yell at them, and it's better people yeah. watching. I'll take tour, adult kids. tour groups, too, and they're probably getting drunk. Hopefully. Yeah. The one ride you would bring back from extinction in a heartbeat. Mr. Toad. Oh, God. I, I just went back to Magic Kingdom. Oh, oh, this is so hard for rapid fire. Uh, uh, imagination. That Disneyland microscope. Uh, I can never remember what that one's called. Journey into inner space? Yeah. Whoa. Look at you. Um, best World Showcase Pavilion. Mexico. Yeah, uh, I was gonna go, go Mexico. Mexico. Go Mexico. Mexico. For me, second Germany, close. Yeah. Um, single best beer in Walt Disney World. Shit. Fiendemon. Whoa. I want to. I want to almost because I enjoyed it so much, but I needed having it. I want to say Kungaloosh is really good. Kungaloosh is super good. Skipper. Kurgler Light that you sneak in at no, your resort? I don't sneak anything in. Um, you can have it at your resort without sneaking in it. I, I don't really drink a lot of uh, beer. I'm going to go with Safari Amber just because that's probably the only thing oh. different that I get when I'm there. So there you go. Thank yes. you, a dram a day. I love this question by Park Hopper Ryan, the flannel Jedi. He wants to know, if you made a choose-your-own-adventure interactive-style ride... What movie would you use, or what new theme, even if it's not an IP? I want to right away steal anything that Drunky would use, so I'm going to go with either Clue or Wonka. <laughs> Damn you! Because <laughs> I was going Clue. Aha! Uh, so I'm going to go with just theme would be a mystery. Like, I want that mystery theme yeah. where you get to go through. Lame, we don't have Clue. God damn you. You stole. Uh, Skipper. I wasn't even listening. What the hell's the question again? If you could do a choose your own adventure interactive style ride where you got to go, you know, interactive style, would you, what movie or theme would you use? Oh, I love Clue. Hard to beat Clue. Uh, All right. Torn. I feel like maybe a Alice in Wonderland or <gasps> yes, or maybe even Robin Hood. I think both of those would lend mm. themselves well. But Alice in Wonderland would be so cool because you have those like yeah. birds with the arrows and the Cheshire Cat could point you in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Tell yeah. you would. All right. I'm going to go with one that I think that would – this is something that they could actually possibly do. They don't have clue. But I think it would be fun with the Incredibles as a Magic Kingdom type, type ride where you're going through and you're trying to catch the – What's his name? The bad guy, um, Jason Lee, 
and you're trying yeah, that's to his character's name <laughs> and you're trying to catch him and that'd be fun to do it and you know if you want to go check under the at the museum you go this way and if you want to go check at the docks you go this way so that'd be cool i think that'd be fun so i'd go with the incredibles since Rhiannon stole clue ha ha Arr. um <laughs> Not even sure what this means by Park Hopper Ryan. What's better, riding Aladdin's flying carpets or watching the black hole? I think the black hole, that's the um, Shia LaBeouf movie. Oh. <laughs> no, the black hole was an old Disney movie with, like, flying. It was... Yeah, but they remade it with Shia LaBeouf. Nope. Shia yeah, LaBeouf? They did. Or do they mean the water slide at Wet n Wild? Uh, none of the above. I actually kind of enjoy Aladdin's flying carpets. If there's no wine, if there's no line, I like spinner Rooney rides. I prefer it with wine. Yeah, that'd be that would be nice. That's why the Animal Kingdoms is the best because you can actually have that while you're there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I thought we had one, Polly. Oh, here we go. He wants to discuss. Um, Attractions Magazine tweeted that starting Friday, the new Coke store at Disney Springs will offer adult beverages in the evenings. They didn't originally. They aren't selling alcohol yet, but they're going to start this week. I really was disappointed when I saw they didn't have specialty Coke-themed drinks. I want to see drinks made with Mellow Yellow, um, Mr. Pibb, or whatever they have. What other drinks do they have? Yeah. Um, I. It's not that I was disappointed when I saw they weren't. It was I was shocked when I saw they weren't. Yeah. So this makes more sense. So, um, my reaction is to say, oh, well, there you go. Um, I anticipated this. This seems normal. Good for them. <laughs> Yay. Uh, just have a couple more though, before we head out for the evening. We got um, one from Ridevine wants to know um, if we're going to switch the location of two attractions from different parks, which two would it be? We've touched on this before, but I always think I want the Carousel of Progress in Epcot and the People Mover in Epcot. I want them both. I would agree with Carousel of Progress. I will get back to you with my second ride. Skipper, what what rides would you move from different parks? You could even move them from coast to coast if you want. Um... Gosh, that's so I I kind of I didn't. You know, anything you, you want from Florida? Well, if we're doing that, then can I just get Ratatouille from France and put it in Epcot? Sure. Yeah, there you go. Okay. That's what I probably right, would cool. do. Don't take rides from like Shanghai and France and bringing them over here. Ratatouille being one of them, and then maybe whatever that one because I just want to see that giant gator animatronic thing, whatever that thing is. Excuse me, excuse me. The Here, Florida, we don't we don't have gators anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, too bad. They've been outlawed. Too you have bad. to take it to I, California. We have banned that's gators. Fine. That's fine with me. I'll bring it to California. I just want to see it. Is there anything at Walt Disney World that we, you would like to have in California outside of like the ones that would be difficult, like Kilimanjaro safaris? Um, that'd be a little tough to bring Kilimanjaro safaris. A lot of what's over there is already ban those animals too. Yeah, makes me wonder. Like people are always saying, what is better or worse about whichever parks is? Is there anything at Disney World? I would think all the 
coolest rides that are unique to Disney World are all at Animal Kingdom. You know, they have all the unique rides, like Expedition Everest is unique. You've got Kilimanjaro That's Safaris. That's true. And Hollywood. Basically, yeah, I mean, they don't have Rock and Roller Coaster. They don't have Toy Story Midway Mania. No, we do have yeah, Midway Mania. It's at California you do? Adventure. Yeah. I, always, I guess the I bypassed movie that ride. too long. We don't Sorry. Have a movie ride. So that's a good question. And would would you guys would you take anything from Disney World? Um, do I have to give up something at Disneyland? Nah, just take one. What would you take? <sighs> Be greedy. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, you yelled at me for taking what, not giving what I want. You take what you want, pussy. Oh shit. <laughs> Rhiannon said that to me, so I'm using it on you. Uh, what? Wow. You know what? I would actually, I would, I would swap. I would bring back the Swiss Family Robinson house from the Magic Kingdom and give you guys the Tarzan house from Disneyland. Ugh. All right. Haha, take that. Son of a bitch. I'm not going to be happy about it, but... Well, I got my choice. Man, Jen with two N's coming in strong with a second question, and this is a good one. If you could add a free, magical walk-up booze dispenser to any ride in Tomorrowland, which would you pick? A magical walk-up booze dispenser to anyone. All of them. If you had to pick, I guess I got to go Carousel of Progress. That'd be great. Just walk up and be like, "Hey, I'll take some booze and sit down." But wait, wait, I'm I'm confused. Like, so is it as in that means you have to then ride that attraction? So you're just getting a drink for the attraction, or it'll, is it'll it be a drink confined to that attraction? Oh, that, okay. I thought like, it was like themed to the attraction. You could like just walk up, take the drink, and then leave and go somewhere else. I think you're confined to the attraction. Okay. So you're pretty much stuck with. I'll go TTA then. TTA, yeah, that's the other one that would be awesome. Yeah. Well, I was going to say the TTA because what I really want to do is, you know, at the bo- uh, just by the entrance of the TTA, they have that like electronic newspaper thing. Yeah. I would want to take that and actually convert it into the drink dispenser. Yeah, I agree. That's a perfect spot. And then right. you can take it right onto the ride. Right. Perfect. Thank you, Jen, with two N's. That's an excellent question. Um, Mr. Monkey is back to and wants to know what it will take for Drunk at Disney to invite him to a guy's Saturday sausage fest. <laughs> okay, after all the crap he's given me about these sausage fest days, now he wants to be a part of it? Yeah, you know, you should be flattered. I mean, I think it would take not six months to a year of of crap from you over yeah. the guy's yeah. Saturday sausage boat day. I think maybe whatever was... you would take him in a second if he catered it. I know, right? Maybe maybe he was just giving you a hard time because he wasn't invited. Possibly. Okay. Okay. We'll talk, Mister Monkey. Mr. Monkey, I uh, did not give him a hard time. Well, I did give him a hard time about that. I also was not invited, and I'm more than okay with it. <laughs> um, wow, Kyle, six bits? Six, six bits. bits! With a actual, this is a non-silly question. He's got a serious question. What's the most overrated e-ticket attraction at Walt Disney World, and why? That's a great question. What's overrated at Walt Disney World? I would have to go with Toy Story. Oh, yeah. I love Toy Story. I no, I, I I like it, but I cannot, the life of me, understand why it's still at that level of demand. 
because to me, I actually, I enjoy Buzz Lightyear more. And yeah. maybe it's because I don't have those forearm muscles built up that men do. Ah, uh, uh, that's a good point. Mine, I do great, though, for some reason. Yeah, for some reason. But so I prefer Buzz Lightyear. And so to me, the fact that Buzz Lightyear draws such a smaller crowd, I can't really understand that. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Toy Story Midway Mania. I am. Um, I think the reason, Rhiannon, in all seriousness, if we're going to take this as a serious question, like I think we are. Because um, there's no other kids rides there. Yeah, and this, that happens at Epcot too. Like, there's so few "quote unquote" rides at Epcot that Soren, which is, would you say Soren is not really? Is it have the same level of ride at Disneyland, Rich? Or I've always heard it's more of like a middle tier attraction at California Adventure. Oh no, no Soren's. Ooh, uh, proven. I've, oh, oh, yeah. that's no, what I that, wouldn't say people, it's middle tier. I think people love Soren out here. Oh, okay. see, I've always been led to believe by people that. Out there, nobody cares about Soren because there's so many other rides, and at Epcot, everyone loves it because there's nothing else. That's what I'd always heard. No, we have the same oh. outrage. People are upset that, you know, the old California one isn't there, especially considering it's in a California park. And blah, oh, yeah, people, blah, blah, blah. blah. Um, but, side question. Yeah. What do you think the outrage would be if they kept the California Adventure Soren to be California, but gave us the new one? And then everyone would be like, yeah, my God, I want the new one. Or no. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I think people oh. would be cool with it. Because then you could do really? both. You yeah. know, I've, I've always believed that the park should be the same but different in that way. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, they both have Soren, But the one at Epcot, which has World Showcase, would be the world. And the one at California Adventure, which is California, yeah. would, you know. And maybe, that would be cool if they, they somehow down the road when the, the shine wore off the new one. They rethemed it back to California. That'd be pretty cool. Well, and I would like it if they, like, um, the same way with uh, Star Tours, if they just, you know, they went to different places in California and, and recorded. So, you know, every 10 years you got a new... Um, Soren. Soren, yeah. That'd be cool. Who knows? Yeah. Interesting. Um, so, do you have a most overrated e-ticket, Skippa? sure what's e-ticket anymore um god stitch isn't e-ticket right like <laughs> no i wouldn't think so because it was I, when it was alien encounter but yeah um i would probably have to go with if you're going to overrate it, I got to go with Rhiannon on that. I think Toy Story Midway Mania here is a e-ticket, and it's overrated, as in a must-do. But I, maybe it just doesn't appeal to me. But I'm going to go with that. So, good question. Six bits. Ooh, Rhiannon, we only have a couple more left, and then we'll be done. Uh, Rhiannon, mm-hmm. Mr. Monkey, yeah. that's a sp- specific question for you. Yes. And it sounds like it's um, it, it doesn't sound hypothetical. He wants to know if you were to have a secret meeting in a Circle Vision Theater at Epcot, which would you choose? Ooh. So where Mr. Monkey wants to meet you secretly in a theater at Epcot? He's that, see, he's back with a girlfriend now. Now he wants to meet up with Rihanna. He's got to make it secret now. That's I mean that's what I'm reading into this. I mean, obviously. France is the most romantic, but 
I don't. No. No. You don't think no. Martin, Martin Short's no. voice is romantic? I was about to say, is Rhiannon going to be be down for this? No. I'm not down for this. So I'll meet him with Martin Short, and we'll have a discussion because nothing kills a boner like Mountain Martin Short. <laughs> That's, I want. The, we need that on a T-shirt right there. You Nothing kills a boner like Martin Short. I think we just got our best quote of our entire yeah. existence as the Three O'Clock Parade. <laughs> I was wondering if Rihanna was gonna was gonna entertain this idea of a secret meeting with Mister Monkey after he has made his choice. But interesting. Okay, and the answer was uh, you're gonna give him that man a what for? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Polly's going with some interesting. He's an interesting setup for this question. Second to the last question is, with Trump praising Saddam and Hillary not being prosecuted for emails, which is better, <laughs> Taki Gori or Gay, gray Goose Slushy? <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting setup there, uh, Polly. Um, gray Goose Slushy, so good, so refreshing in the heat too. That's so important right now because it's murder out there. Yeah. So, Grey Goose Slushy. And I will never forget the guy that I saw at the marathon that was running his final half mile carrying a chocolate donut from France and a giant Grey Goose Slushy in the other hand. It was great. God bless America. I mean, France. <sighs> Which one are you going with? Rhiannon? Oh. Tipsy Ducks in Love. Oh, there you go. Skipper? I'll go with the uh, Grey Goose Slushy. Oh, and that was the last one because the next, the last question is Polly saying the exact same thing. So, all right, that was Ask Sour Boater for the Mr. Monkey birthday episode. You sure? What? Uh-oh. Is there another one? Is there a secret Ask Sour Boner? Are you looking at top I don't, when or I, all tweets? When I take notes, I don't write down who asked the question, so I can't tell you, all but tweets. I have my answer to a question. Which one? I, I went all tweets. What did we miss? Um, we did have a Polly's Choice. Yeah, I thought yeah. so, but I don't know. It didn't come up. I don't know where okay. it is. Well, okay, so it Let's was... Hear it. Um, maybe I'm rephrasing. I guess he does the refer, whatever, whatever. I just have Fuck, Mary Kill. Um, but it was for America yeah. and it, he had Liberty Tree Tavern, Beaches yeah. and Cream and ESPN. I remember that from today, but okay. Okay. Read them again, again. Liberty Tree Tavern, Beaches and Cream and oh. ESPN Club Zone, whatever the restaurant's name is. I always forget. Ooh, that's a tough question. I'm going to go. Mine's going to be very unpopular. Sorry. I'm going to absolutely demolish the um, Beaches and Cream. Just get it out of there. I did not like it. I don't like Beaches and Cream. I've never liked it. Um, I just do not like it. So I'm getting rid of it. Beaches and Cream is gone. I'm going to... Um, I can't refurb... Um, 
I mean, ESPN just got refurbed. <laughs> so I think I, have, I think I have to fast pass it. They just refurbished it. Because um, I love its location right there on the way between uh, Boardwalk and Epcot, if you're going that way. So it's a fantastic location. And I'm going to um, refurb Liberty Seed Tavern to have a bar. You basically just stole my whole ideas. I, I don't know if I would go as far as a bar because it's Magic Kingdom and they're probably not going to let us anyway. But it could be at one of those dinner restaurants. Dream big, you just motherfucker. Gave me crap. You gave me crap earlier for that. Dream big. I didn't say for, that you were wrong. I said for me, I would. <sighs> I don't expect them to do that. But I would do it so that you could at least get a beer or two with your dinner. This is All your right. world. I'm, I see what you mean. Like I'm fine walk with up it. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha. I thought you were giving a double standard to your your answer versus mine. No, no, not at all. Okay. But yeah, I'm can't have... dropping beaches and cream. And I do love beaches and cream. But uh, I think that the new menu at ESPN is great. And I really love Liberty Tree Tavern. And I would love to be able to go in there and have a dinner with, you know, wine and beer and move on with my life. I'm, I'm with you. Fine. I'm with you. Uh, Rhiannon? I'm going to kill Liberty Street Tavern. Oh, no Thanksgiving dinner for you. I just, I come from a family where my mother is the best cook you'll ever meet in your life. So there's no mass-produced equivalent that could ever shine a candle on it. So Mr. Monkey really it. missed the boat here. Obviously. Like, you have a mo- yeah. with a mother-in-law, future mother-in-law that mm-hmm. is a great cook. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to refurb Beaches and Cream to have them offer lactate pills alongside of their dishes because I am lactose intolerant. And I will marry ESPN because they have a good beer selection and I can't go wrong with wings. So I'm just gonna sit there and eat wings and drink beer. Can you believe if I had, if you had if I had told you three years ago that you would say that you were marrying ESPN Club, would you believe me? No. Probably not. It shows you how much things have changed. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Wow. All right, and I think the last one you're missing, and again, I apologize. I don't know who asked this question, but it was somebody asking if we were to design our own personal food and wine event. What would it be? Where would it be? Etc. How the hell did I miss that? I don't, I don't understand. Um, that's a great question. Um, a food and wine event. So we we talked oh, about and, and, and he, Oh, it was um Bay Lake somebody. Oh, uh, Bay Lake Spence maybe. Yes, yes, Bay Lake Spence, yeah. Bay Lake Spence. And so he also asked um, if if he could be the guest bartender. There it is. I, see, I found it, though, by the way. Okay. It was right after update on the book, so I don't know what happened. Sorry, Bailey Spence. Yeah, food and wine event. He can be the guest bartender. Yeah, absolutely. Let's just all go ahead and say yes. Bailey Spence can be the guest bartender. Um, so where is it held? The theme food and drink served for a food and wine event. We had talked about how Trader Sam's was having one. So where else would be a great food and wine event? Since obviously I researched this ahead of time, I'll answer. I'll let you guys think. You can just ignore me. I'll talk, which is what you do anyway when I talk. Um, so my idea 
I'm calling it a progressive educational drinking event. Love it. And it's going to be sort of in the style of the Remy pin situation where you would pay ahead of time at, you know, one of those kiosks that have all the merchandise. And it would be $100 and you would get a passport and a shot glass, an empty shot glass. And what you would have to do is you'd be instructed to go in a very specific order. You have to start with Mexico because obviously you have to go clockwise. And so you start in Mexico, you'd go in and you'd show them your passport and you would get a shot of tequila and you would be educated about something about tequila. You would learn something and they would stamp your passport and you'd drink your shot of tequila and you'd move on to the next country. So in Norway, you would show up and you'd get your shot of aquavit and you would learn hey, something about Hey, there you aquavit. go, Skipper. Yay, it's and, like you're in. And then they would quiz you on what you learned in Mexico. And if you got the question right, they would stamp your passport. If, they, if you didn't, you would not get the stamp. But they would also teach you something with aquavit. And then you would go on to China. Do you get you a bonus up. drink if you get it right? No, no, no. You get the drink no matter what. Oh. But you get quizzed. So when you get to China, you show up. You learn a fact about tipsy ducks and love or whatever they're serving. You get your shot. And you're quizzed now on Aquavit. And so you keep doing it, hence the progressive drinking. So basically, by the time you get to mm, France, if you can remember whatever you learned in the country before, good on you. And if not, meh. So basically, by the time you do a full meh. circle tour, you get back to your starting point of the gift shop. If you have somehow gotten every single answer right, despite having now had 11 shots of alcohol, you got your money back. Wow. But if you have not gotten every single answer correct, you at least get, depending on the number of answers correct, maybe you get a commemorative pin. If you've really kind of bombed it, well, you got $100 for the shots. I like it. I'm going to play off your progress, but I'm going to go with the carousel of progressive dinner, where you are, you're going to hang out in the first scene, you're going to have an appetizer with drinks, and then you will rotate on to the next scene, where you have like a salad, and then you go on to your entree, and your dessert. You do a progressive dinner within the carousel of progress. Are you, are you and yes, food and drink of the time for each? Uh, yes, you're going to have an appetizer from the turn of the century. And then you'll have maybe a, 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 a light salad or something that's prepared from, what is it, the Roaring Twenties? Because they're then, known for their salads? Sure, why not? And then the encore, the main course from the 30s, or you know. So anyway, each section is going to have its own uh, part of the meal. So it's a progressive dinner in the carousel of progress. Sure, except that it's not at Food and Wine, but sure. Neither is Trader Sam's. Touche. Thank you. Uh, I am going to 
also steal off of one of Rhiannon's ideas, but not one that she brought up today. Mm. I'm going to take us in the Wayback Machine mm. to months Scavenger ago. Scavenger Hunt? No. Molecular oh. Gastronomy. Oh, okay. Yes. Remember mm. when we talked about chemical cooking? and we were Yeah, and I it? couldn't think of the word, so yeah, good for you. Yeah, we were going to do it in, um, what is it, the Electric Umbrella? Yes. So, yeah, I think I think uh, some sort of, I think that would be cool in Epcot because, you know, you get the whole educational side of it, the chemistry, uh, and then all the delicious food that goes with it. And maybe you could even have a whole, you know, thing about mixing drinks that go with it, too, yes. and why certain things mix better than other things, and why certain things curdle when you mix it with something else. Oh, it'd be so good. Let's just go ahead and say, guys... Those are three really good ideas. Well, at least two of them are. Shut up. I hope you're talking about mine. <laughs> Shut up. I don't know which one you're saying Shut isn't. But it better be mine. So, well, there you go. That is the last sour boner. I don't know how we skipped a couple there, but I'm glad we got them. Nice work, Rhiannon. Good catch. Um, any final thoughts on today's three o'clock parade? Just want to wish Mr. Monkey a happy birthday again. Happy birthday, Mr. Monkey. Happy birthday, Mr. Monkey. Happy birthday to you. Somebody uh, eating popcorn. At least we know now what Mr. Monkey is going to be listening to nonstop in his car. And his phone and his ringtone. For the rest of his life. And it's that. Thriller? Cool. Um, my final thought is I went and rode Frozen Ride last week. Oh, yeah. Uh, in between the last show. And yeah. um, the Arendelle, it, it is really hard, to be honest, to, it, it really is weird. It feels like you're in Fantasyland when you're in that whole area. It does. And it's, it's like they're doing a good job. I did like the Vikings that came out. But it's hard to, like, see all that characters, you know. It, mm. it does get you a little bit, but if you're just talking about the ride, I really liked it. I thought it was really. I thought it was. It totally would be. A, it would be an instant classic in Fantasyland. Um, it just, again, I, it, it really is what we always thought it would be, which is kind of just doesn't fit in 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 Norway. But the ride itself is really fun. Um, the animatronics are so good. Um, it's so, so basically, nice. it's going to be an instant classic. It's just not for anybody it's, who really appreciates the history of Epcot. Exactly, history of Epcot totally just drained. It sucks. Um, all the it's just it, you know all the Norway cast members are they're all just holding something frozen because that's all they sell. And like there's the, they made a new gift shop over nearby, so there's like two frozen gift shops now. There's one in the main gift shop, but then they added a new gift shop over. By the meet and greet so it's like it's just so much frozen gift shop and it's just mm-hmm. a lot it, that it is it, it does just doesn't fit but when you get on the ride if you want to just talk about the ride and the, the the queue is really 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 great and the animatronics i think it's great for the future of rides at disney and that they built these great animatronics that um look great and they like olaf walks with you he talks to you specifically it's spoiler awesome. alert I'm yeah, spoiler. Care. Yeah, spoiler. Olaf is in the Frozen ride. <laughs> uh, 
So anyway, um, well, I will see it this weekend yep. as well as the new Soren. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So Frozen, good. Uh, the ride, I guess it's what everyone kind of thought. The ride itself is cool, but um, it is a little awkward, the location. Any other final thoughts? Rhiannon, you're making a trip? Yeah, yeah. I'll be up this weekend. Super quick in and out. Yes, so... that's the way we like it. Really quick, just in and out. Just, just in and out, just the way we like hey, it. That's not what she said. Did you know what? It still counts. All right, I'm regretting saying anything now. <laughs> I'm going to well, go. And just for you, Skipper Dick Ritchie, because of the In-N-Out, we're going to have the final float be a floating In-N-Out burger. Your favorite. Yay. Yeah, we'll have In-N-Out. Yeah, In-N-Out burger. Can it be an inside-out float instead? Ooh, yeah. There you go. There you go, inside-out. See, I brought it back. I brought it back to Disney. I tried to make this more wholesome than you try and derail me to be. Oh, just let it go. Really? <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week on the 3 o'clock parade. Put your arms around me, baby. Can't you see I need you so? Hold me close against your skin I'm about to begin Loving you Spit on your hand and stroke my cock at a medium pace Play with my balls and tell me how big they are Honey, rub your beaver up and down my face Sit on the corner of the bed and watch me whack off You see that shampoo bottle now? Stick it up my ass Push it in and out at a medium pace Talk about your old boyfriend's dick and how big it was Now shave off my pubes and punch me in the face Oh, darling, make me push my dick and balls back between my legs. Call me an ugly woman and take my picture to show all the people you act with. Now pull up my scrotum and take the shampoo bottle out of my ass. Pretend I'm the pizza delivery guy and watch me whack off. Strap on a dildo and make me give you head. Tell me to slow down and do it at a medium pace. Oh, I feel so humiliated. I'm about to blow my load. You tell me it's time to make love, but now I can't cause I spewed all over myself. Then you look into my eyes And you realize How much I enjoy loving you Oh 
stomach Maybe next time I'll be better at Loving you Oh